on today's show, Kyrie Irving has reportedly demanded a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. Should the Dallas Mavericks be interested? Seems like they are. We'll talk about that more in today's Locked Maps. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Welcome to the Mavericks. NBA champion. He hit it. Bang! Bang! It's good. And the Mavericks have won the game. If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Eggstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Oh my gosh, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show, making Locked On Maps your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is listen every day, trade deadline dash, and comment everything, anything below. Let us know. Should the Mavericks trade for Kyrie Irving? Let us know. Um, Joining me, as always, my co-host contributor at Mavs.com, the Kyrie Irving irritant, the one more thinking. What you mm. got for me, Isaac Harris? There's so much stuff. You know, we're recording this at 2.41 Central Time. There's still tweets firing off on our phones right now. Anything could happen. Uh, anything could happen. Um, if you watched the show yesterday, you might have been planning to watch us on Bleacher Report app at 3 p.m. That got pushed to 5 p.m. Central Time. Come on, time. Kyrie. Come on, Kyrie. <laughs> On Friday, because of the Kyrie news, they're doing some net stuff before us. So we'll be live on there. Five, literally just talking Mavs all day, feels like. But man, Kyrie, it, who's the first reporter that comes out? Is it Windhorse? Shams. I saw Shams I've he- first. I've been, hearing, uh, I've been hearing grumblings, you know, that Kyrie could be asking. I'm, this came out of nowhere as for, you know, the past. What do you mean? They didn't come out of nowhere. They've been playing really well. I feel like I just read no. An there was the Han- there was the Haynes article a couple weeks ago where he was like he was like yeah you know like we got to get a, if they don't get a deal done then we don't know what's going to happen with Kyrie and guess what we never know what's going to happen with Kyrie Irving. That's true. I'm just saying of all the names everybody's been speculating about, Kyrie Irving has not been one of those names because they've it been playing be. well. It should always he, be. You never. But they've like, been playing well. He was named an All Star starter. He doesn't care about that. <laughs> I know he doesn't. But I'm just saying. That part, it came out of nowhere. It's not like an OG or Siakam or any of these big names have asked out. So the fact that now it's back in the forefront and now there's some teams listed of who could chase him and it's just, man, it's the start of start of trade season, baby. It's the week <laughs> up. Let's do this. We got a week till the trade deadline. And so let's get into it. Should the Dallas Mavericks consider a trade for Kyrie Irving? Um, they should consider it. The tweets are, are flying. The tweets, the tweets are flying right now. We are recording this live, and so there's a bunch of stuff. The Mavericks are reportedly interested or have expressed interest in the past in Kyrie Irving, according to Woj, Tim McMahon. And, uh, yo, they, they want to get somebody for Luka. you got to be able to find a star for Luka, and stars don't just become available. And Kyrie is very available, right? Like, it would not take a lot to go get Kyrie Irving right now, which is one of the reasons he's why. He's available to trade, and now his, his availability on the court, that's a different thing. But He's been available so far this season. He's played a lot, but, yeah. like, to go get him, it wouldn't take a lot. Like, I started, well, I started putting together it, it, I started putting together some deals, and I was like, you know, Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway, and, like, maybe a first? Like, maybe you don't have to even put a first in the deal because the Nets would just want something. The whole reason why Kyrie is kind of threatening this right now is because he can be a free agent this offseason, and he's threatening to leave for nothing, and he'll just leave the Nets because they haven't wanted to give him a long-term deal. It's 
almost the same situation with the Mavs and Christian Wood, right? Where the Mavs are not thinking about signing him to a long-term deal. If Christian Wood doesn't want to take like a two-year deal, then he may leave in the offseason for nothing. So the Mavs and Nets are just like kind of looking back and forth at the same thing, trying to figure out, all right, how can we get something for this guy? Well, the, the, the first question we have to have answered, which we feel like we know the answer to, though, is what is Brooklyn prioritizing? Where is KD's head at? Because yeah. if it is, this is the first domino of, all right, we're going to tear it down. Then some of these other packages like a Pelicans package with picks or the Lakers package of Westbrook and the two first, you know, those are more, they, those are probably more appealing packages. But if they look at it and say, we're paying Ben Simmons a crap ton of money. KD is committed. What for now? Whatever <laughs> we think KD's committed and we want to stay win. Now we're one of the top teams in the East. We want to continue a title chase this year. Then that's where Phoenix and the Mavs and, you know, maybe another team could throw out some like win like win now players in air quotes. That's where that's where a package for, you know, like what Dallas could have of like a Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway and something else or, you know, Christian Wood and Spencer Dinwiddie would equal, you know, money wise Dinwiddie going back to Brooklyn Oof. like both of those because then at that point it's like who's running point for you know, for Brooklyn, if they want to point back, you know, Denwitty and Christian Wood is a pretty good consolation prize for if you're going to lose Kyrie for nothing this summer. So that's the question I'm really intrigued by. Chris Haynes had a, a tweet a little bit ago about, you know, Phoenix could give them something where both teams could stay competitive or chasing a championship. So if that's the route, I think Dallas and Phoenix will have a have a good shot at it if Dallas wants to do it. Should Dallas want to do it, though? Because with Kyrie, the, the the next question is, okay, so what does Brooklyn want? That's kind of the first question. And if it's if it's some, if it's it's some a deal that you're like, all right, we can stomach that. If they just want to get some players to continue to win now, you do the, the Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway Jr., maybe throw in a first or something. And you're like, all right, give them some, add some value to those players and send it. Then the next question becomes, okay, well then, are the Mavericks going to commit to Kyrie Irving? And should they? And, and what... What is it with Kyrie? It's because with Kyrie, it's not a one to one. Okay, can we give up the value that this team is asking for, and will this player fit on our roster? Player would fit on the roster. He'd be he'd be incredible with Luca and Kyrie. That that's the number one offense in the NBA, like very very easily, I think, because of Kyrie Irving's ability to shoot, uh, like off of Luca passes, his ability to get his own shot, like that would just be an incredible tandem. Then. The question becomes, though, do the Mavericks want to con- commit to it? It's not a one-to-one thing. All of a sudden, it becomes there's like a third dimension and a fourth dimension of, well, is Kyrie going to commit to you? Ky- Kyrie is a flight risk, right? Like Kyrie Irving is not going to – he doesn't just come to a team. You sign him to a four-year deal and you're like, okay, we, we signed you to the deal you wanted. And then he's going to stay the whole time and play the whole time. and do, like There's way more questions to be asked, and there's a different dimension to this than – does the player fit? Can the Mavericks pay the cost that the Nets are asking? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, on the court, I'm fine with it on the court. I think it'd be great. I mean, we've been asking for another. You know, I'm much more willing to commit to a uh, another guard backcourt mate instead of you know looking around and paying a Rudy Gobert, you know, sure. at center and stuff like that. Uh, I want to see what a running mate next to Luca in the backcourt looks like. We've also seen Kyrie win on the biggest stage. He's won a title. We've also seen him play with a guy like Luca in LeBron. Yeah. And, you know, a big playmaking for bigger body like that. 
Um, playing with KD you know, right now. I mean, yeah. So so it's like yeah, he's playing with KD. He's playing. He's played with LeBron. He's played with stars before. He knows how to do that. He knows how to win a title. He's been playing well. I mean, he's an All Star starter. I know there's a lot of fans behind that, but you know he has been playing well as of late. Nets have been playing well. It's all about the off the court stuff. Yes. I mean, the dude is, you know, how how can we? I, Magic Johnson. To, Magic Johnson has spoken. He's weighed. He's weighed in on this. I know that you're you're, you're waiting on. Personally, I'd love to see Kyrie in the purple and gold. That's like, no way. Magic Johnson has spoken on Twitter. <laughs> Did you see Magic's tweet after the Lakers like refereeing thing the other night? They were screwed. <laughs> I was like, all right, come on. Um, but it, it's all about the you know off the course stuff. Do you want to commit to a guy that's you know saying the things that he said earlier this season that has you know he got suspended for this stuff? Like, you, when you bring a guy like that to your organization, then you're kind of endorsing him in a way. And uh, I don't know. That's then you're getting Th- that's into all, the whole. That's like more, the, that's the fourth dimension. The th- the flight risk thing is the third dimension I was talking about. So, so the first one is will the player fit. Check that one. Second dimension is check. Do you have the stuff to pay for it? Probably and, and re- probably check. Yeah, things things to pay for him. Check relationships. Check. Nico Harrison has a relationship with him. Jason Kidd has a relationship with him. Like the relationships are there, so you can check that off. Yeah. Now the next one is the, will, the next one is will he stay? Like will he stay? And do you want to commit to him long term? Uh, that's the other one. And then the, the the other one is like, do you want to have this player be somebody that? you're endorsing and bring in as like this player would be, I mean, we've been waiting for this next star for a while, like years, like the KP one walks in. He's like, Luca, I love your tattoo on your arm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) The all seeing eye. But, but do you want that? And that's something the Dallas Mavericks are going to have to answer because I I don't know. Like, I I don't know if they're, if they're into that. I am trying to imagine a team where, I'm trying I mean, to imagine a team where Mark Cuban owns the team and Kyrie Irving is one of the players, and that relationship goes well for uh, an extended period of time, right? No, like th- that's another question. Like two big personalities, two maybe diametrically opposed viewpoints on things. Like I, I just don't know how that would go off. They would obviously have to. This would this would be a move that have to be signed off on every single front, right? Every every front on the Mavericks. From front office to Luca to Mark Cuban to Jason Kidd, like the, the just the four, like just the four, like a uh, brain trust of the Mavericks at this point now. Who who's the first one that doesn't sign off on it? I feel like Luca would be fine. I feel like Jason Kidd would definitely sign off on it. He's sick of this this roster. <laughs> Nico Harrison maybe, and then it comes down to Mark Cuban, like it always does. Dirk, no, <laughs> uh, Dirk's, um. Dirk's in there. Dirk's probably fine with it too. <laughs> maybe I don't actually don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, there's one hand, like, yes, if they trade for him today, tonight, or tomorrow, then you have your second guy next to Luka, and we're going to talk all about the encore fit and all of that. The team becomes so different. <laughs> Hopefully you all know by now how we feel about him off the court. And there's so much drama. There's so much stuff that's jacked up yeah. that he said that I just don't care for any of that. So it'd be really weird to, like, cover him in that because it's like – all right, let's talk about your sweet game next to Luca and all of that. Yeah. I just have no, I have no interest in covering him off the floor at all. Um, but, but we would, we would have to like something else is going to happen. 
It always does. Can you imagine Ky- us having to go live. It's like oh, Kyrie's live on Instagram. That's part of our show tonight. Yeah, we'd have to, and every Mavericks fan, like if you're a Mavericks fan, you'd have to. You're signing up for the whole thing, right? Like you're signing up for the live Instagrams where you're gonna have watching them and see what he says and hold your breath and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> but, yeah. but let, let me say this though, and this isn't really directly, and this is kind of directed uh, with Ty- Kyrie, but this year is where we see if the Nico thing pays off, right? Like. Nico was yeah. Nico wasn't hired because of his GM chops. Like Nico wasn't hired for his resume and front offices and wheeling and dealing and you know all the you know he tax stuff that. and all that. <laughs> no, Nico was hired because of relationships and you know relationships around the league. So whether it's Kyrie or whoever it is, it's the Nico relationships that we're going to look at and saying, all right. We hired Nico to get Luka Doncic a second star. Yep. Basically. I mean, if you want to boil it down to something. Yeah. And it's like, what relationship can he play to bring in a guy? And if he brings in Kyrie, then that's that's kind of like what he was hired for, right? Like that's a relationship. Well, that is and, and if they and if Kyrie wants to sign sign up for long term in Dallas, then that that's a lot to do with Nico's ongoing relationship with him. And if they trade for him and they don't have to give up a lot of firsts, you still have some ammo in the tank. Like they may not they probably won't have to give up Josh Green. Like they might not have I'm to not give- giving up first for Kyrie. Right. I'm sorry. So so if they don't have to do that, then all of a sudden you can make another move. So you, you can get off maybe you can get off the Tim Hardaway contract, possibly, you know, the Christian Wood thing, you get something back for him. And then even if Kyrie leaves, like at least you you still have some stuff to go make an, another move. So this is sort of yeah. this is this isn't a very interesting question as to all right, would you make this deal? Okay, well, if you do, you get a, a player at a, at, a, at a premium price because you don't have to give up a lot for him because he's a flight risk and because of all the reasons we just said. Is it worth it, though? That's the, that's the question. Okay, so let, let me, let's enter into this realm. We haven't, we've talked about Kyrie, Dallas, and Brooklyn, iterations of that deal, whatever. Let's talk about Dallas being involved in this as a third team. Because there's some there's some ways that Dallas gets involved into the Kyrie sweepstakes um, as a third team. So I think there's a very clear Nets, Mavs, Lakers, you know, way for this because we all know the Lakers are going to be interested in this deal or in, in trying to get Kyrie. It's where could all three parties get involved with this? Kyrie goes to L.A., Westbrook, and a first round pick goes to Dallas. You know, Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway, whatever goes to Brooklyn. I could see that framework being a framework of something that you're looking at saying, all right, you know, Kyrie gets to go that in that scenario, Kyrie's kind of dictating, you know, where he wants to go. If he's wanting to go to LA, it's like, Hey, I'll resign there and all that stuff. Then yeah, that's a framework of a deal. The third party one, the third party one is interesting because Mavericks have a couple of things they can give. Phoenix is being very like, uh, is being like, put in this a lot and so maybe a chris paul scenario emerges uh it feels like the nets would have would have to get chris paul back but maybe there's something else the mavericks can get involved with that <laughs> this is just a- i mean i i, I sent you one too that is you know that's involving the heat the heat was thrown around by shams or somebody yeah. about being serious suitors is there a world that they hop in Kyrie and bertons goes to miami Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robinson goes to Dallas and Tim <laughs> Christian Wood and a Miami first goes to Brooklyn. Um, so for Dallas, you would be swapping out 
you know, Bertans for Duncan Robinson, and then you'd be swapping out Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway for Kyle Lowry. Um, you know, I'm interested. I'm interested in that. I'm interested in it. I'm not, you know, jumping for joy. Um, Taking back the Duncan yeah. Robinson contract is tough, but but at least you're getting I off mean, both Tim and Davis. So I was gonna say, I mean, you're. I mean, I think we would we would all trade Davis for Duncan Robinson straight up right now, right? I mean, I would. I think so. Duncan has an extra year. Wow. Duncan has an extra year on the deal. Like, yeah, Duncan. Yeah, but Duncan's you, a be like forty. Yeah, Duncan's a Duncan's a better player than than Davis right now, probably. But I don't know. It's the extra the extra year is. The Pelicans one's weird to me. I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. See that it's a unless... player option. I'm sorry. It's a player option for Duncan Robinson at nineteen mil- nineteen point eight million in 2025. Okay. I rather uh, I think I'd rather just get off the and and Duncan's deal is a little bit bigger than Berton's. Like, I'd rather just get off it early. I think. Yeah, the Pelicans one's weird. I, unless CJ is in the deal, I don't really see it. Um, that'd be kind of tough for CJ. <laughs> Yeah. But CJ might like going to Brooklyn and, you know, CJ and some picks or whatever for Kyrie. It's just, it's such a weird spot for Brooklyn because they're a win now team. They obviously have KD. He's going to leave for nothing this offseason. I mean, you, I guess you could call his bluff this offseason and say, hey, like, you can't go any, if you want to go to one of these teams, you have to do a signing trade. Um, but if you're Brooklyn, let's, let's think about Dallas for a second, though. Let's think about their lineups. Let's say Dallas did do some iteration of Christian Wood, Tim Hardaway. Would you would you do it if Josh was in the deal? I don't know if I'd do it if they got him for free. <laughs> that's a question. I, I know that's a question I'm, I'm saying, still like, asking. But all right, let's say right, let's let, just say that let's say, say hypothetically protected. let's say hypothetically I would I would trade for Kyrie like in in all the iterations. I I let, I would give up Josh Green for him. Yeah, sure. Okay, so let's say it's 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 Josh Christian Wood Tim. Now look at the Mavs lineup. It's it's Luca, Kyrie Irving. Yep. Reggie we'll Dorian. We'll and Dorian again. The Bang Bros. And Maxi or Dwight. No, Bang Bros. Um, there's probably still you probably still have to make another deal somewhere on the roster to you know either bring in another big. Still need or, a center. Like that's still a, that's still a problem. It's gonna be a problem still. Yeah. Dinwiddie moves to the bench. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dinwiddie moves to the bench like that. I think that's fine. That, that works for him. Yeah, I mean he that's can play with. Probably the, he played with. He played with Luca and Brunson at the same time. Like th- all three of those guys can play, and the, it, all all iterations of those three guys can all play together. I'm fine with that. They're not. It's not yeah. good defensively. You're gonna have to figure out. You have to go find a really good defensive center. Like this is one of those deals where maybe. All right, now you go out and trade all the picks for DeAndre Ayton, you know, or somebody like that. Like maybe you, you do that deal mm. at a certain point if you're going to make so, this deal. But so what if they did the other route? And what if they're like, all right, what if Spencer's very clear with them? I don't want to go back to a bench roll. I'd rather go back to Brooklyn if they're talking to him about it. And let's say it's Dinwiddie and Christian Wood for Kyrie. No picks, nothing else. So <sighs> you still have you still have Tim. You still have Josh. This is, Along with everything else you have. This so, is hilarious after the cr- the crunch time that Dinwiddie had last night. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, like, if it's that. Because, I mean, that's probably one of the best, better win now type yeah, of moves yeah, that, from Brooklyn, right? Like that's, I mean, I guess that, CJ would be better. I don't think that's happening. Is that better than Chris Paul? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's intriguing. That is interesting. Um. 
But would you do it? Would you do that, it if Dinwiddie is in it at all? Yeah, there's a world I would. In, I'd be. What's interested the world? In. Like, put the trade together. Like I would be really interested. I would be really intrigued by the Dinwiddie Christian Wood. If if it meant something else, like because then you still have Tim and Josh, you still have Tim, Josh, Reggie, Dorian, Maxi, Dwight, all oh, those guys. Just imagine so the then, Kyrie, Tim Hardaway Jr. backcourt. No, but then then is there? Then could you go out and try to flip t- Tim for another, you know, another ball handler? Could you try to call up Charlotte and pull off the Terry Rozier trade? Could you try to do something like? Could you try to flip Tim somewhere else? Get a third ball handler. Keep Josh. Like. Okay, let me boil it down this way. If you can go get Kyrie without giving up your first or Josh, are you doing it? I think if you're the Mavericks, I think you kind of have to, right? Like, I think I'm with you. I think you kind of. I think I, what other options? What options are you going to have? And we don't know the this whole season, even even back when Brunson was gone, even back when Brunson was still on the team, we knew that. They have to make a big deal. When their picks become available, they have to make a big deal. They have to go get a star for Luka to be able to compete. He's ready to compete now. This is an option for you to go get that star and possibly go get another one later if you don't have to give up picks. That's why I'm saying. Right like, your lap. You'd still have, if you could st- if you could do it while still getting the picks. We all know how much people how how much players love Kyrie around the league. They do. Then you kind of have this one. You kind of have this like three punch thing to other players of we have an MVP guy, we have a Kyrie who a lot of you guys love, and a lot of you guys know Nico Harrison. I wouldn't consider Jason Kidd part of that pitch, but um, I would say those three things. Kyrie, maybe Kyrie helped run Steve Nash out of town, right? Like he's not he's not going to be shy about if Jason Kidd does stuff that he doesn't care for. It just it's so it's so hard to. Yeah, I don't want to go down that road. Either, I, I just, I just tried to imagine Sint Marshall and Kyrie trying to have a conversation. Sint Marshall, the like the, the president of, of the Mavericks, who really signed off on Jason Kidd. That was the whole thing. Remember when when Jason Kidd was about to be hired, and she was somebody that had a sit down talk with Jason Kidd about his past, you know, domestic violence and all that stuff, and and she signed up, she signed off on him, and so that I think that may have to happen, <laughs> but I don't know if it can happen because all that stuff happens so quickly. Uh, but I think Sant would definitely have to sign off on that because he's such a polar. I mean, he's arguably the most polarizing player in the whole NBA. So yeah. like, I mean, you, I mean, our YouTube comments right now are probably insane. I mean, there's probably people saying y'all are stupid. Oh, I this got, is a home run. You go get him. I posted, I posted a poll on our community tab. Go vote on it right now. Posted it 53 minutes ago. <laughs> it's got a ton of, of a uh, ton of votes already. 64% go get him. 36% stay far away. Don't get them. And then I posted another post and it's got over a hundred comments that are like split down the middle. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, stay away from just, this guy. Just in the small sample size of the text messages I got after the news <laughs> drop, I, I got one person who texted me and said, please keep Kyrie far away from Dallas. And another person texted me and said, in all caps, we have to go get Kyrie. And it's like, that's the, that's the type of stuff. That's the ballpark that you're going to be in, in the Kyrie Irving experience. But you can't. That's the thing. It's it's weird. You can't guarantee if he's just going to leave the team and be gone for a while. Yep. You can't guarantee if he's going to say something stupid and something, yeah, and get suspended. Yep. You can't guarantee if he's going to be like fully, fully healthy either because he's yeah. had some health problems. But if he's on the floor, <laughs> your t- your ceiling is much higher. And if you can pull off some combination of 
still keeping your shooters and perimeter defenders while pairing a healthy Kyrie Irving, this year Kyrie Irving with Luka, and you know, you ha- have a third ball handler, like that's the recipe that you go and go to the finals. Let us know in the comment section below. Would you trade for Kyrie Irving for the Dallas Mavericks? Why would you avoid it? Let us know in the comment section below. Again, we will be back every single day with a trade deadline dash episode. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Log on Maps. Peace out. Boom.